Welcome to The Way Church. We're glad you're joining us for today's message. For sermon notes, service times, and more information, check us out online at thewaychurchva.com. Now let's join Pastor Matt Rothy with this week's message. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. I'm Matt Rothy, pastor at The Way Church in Fredericksburg, Virginia. Thanks so much for watching this Easter message. He is risen. That phrase, first spoken by angels at the tomb of Jesus, has become the most important fact this world has ever known. With Christians throughout the world, we celebrate this truth. And that is why Christians for 2,000 years have greeted each other with those words. He is risen. But do Christians and Christian skeptics alike understand what Christ's resurrection means? It's the most important aspect of Christianity, the resurrection. But do you understand its value? Do you know what Easter means for your life right now? In 1905, Frederick Wells was walking through an underground mine shaft of which he was the mine inspector. He was simply doing his regular inspection. And as he was walking down the dark tunnel, he saw a flash near the top of the tunnel. Of course, he climbed up. What he found was a large glassy chunk of rock. He immediately took out his tools and chiseled the rock out of the wall. And as he held this abnormally large chunk of rock in his hand, he thought to himself, no way, no way. It's too big to be real. But what if? What if it was? I mean, he was standing in the premier diamond mine in South Africa. What if? He took the rock to the mine supervisor's office, and you know what the supervisors and clerks did with the massive rock? They took it and chucked it out the window. It's too big, they said. It's way too big to be real. It was only after Frederick Wells did some serious convincing that they re-examined this large thing. And do you know what the supervisors and clerks discovered then? They discovered that they were holding the largest diamond ever found. The Cullion Diamond, as it's now known, weighs 3,106 carats. It is a diamond of dazzling clarity and unmatched, unprecedented size. A diamond of incredible value. Can you imagine if they just tossed it out? At our church, every single Sunday, we confess our Christian faith with these words. We believe in the resurrection of the body. But it's one thing to say that and another thing to understand that. Sure, we intellectually grasp the idea of the resurrection. Yep, Jesus rose and sure, I'll rise too. Only we go on living like the resurrection is too big for me or my life. No way, no way we say. It's, it's way too big to be of any real value. So we toss it out. It failing to understand the value, the worth of the resurrection, Christ's resurrection and yours, would be a mistake far greater and far more costly than tossing out the world's largest diamond 
Easter resurrection is God's greatest gift to you. The fact that Jesus Christ died on a cross, was covered in a rock tomb, and three days later walked out of that tomb alive, that idea has massive implications for you and your life right now. It's the crown jewel of Christianity. Yet not recognizing the value would be tragic. So what does Easter's resurrection mean for your life right now? Easter's resurrection means your present life is defined by elevated living and heavenly thinking. Now that idea of your present life being defined by elevated thinking and heavily, heavenly thinking, it, it sounds really nice, but it sounds kind of churchy. So let's unpack that. What, what does that actually mean? What is elevated living? What is heavenly thinking? And how does that affect your present reality? Let's look at God's word and, and see how God proclaims a precious truth that you and I cannot afford to toss out. Here's God's word in Colossians 3. Since then, you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God, where Christ, who is your life, appears. Then you also will appear with him in glory. This is God's word. It is a crime. Too often when people hear the message of Easter, what they hear is the good news that Christ is risen. And they hear that to mean that someday, someday in the future, they will be blessed because of that. And someday when they die, they'll get to be with Jesus. But for now, life here on earth, well, it is what it is. But that is not what the Bible says about Easter. Did you hear that? Let me focus your attention on six English words that make the world of difference. You have been raised with Christ. You have been raised together with your risen Lord. Through your baptism and by the word of God, God's promises, you are intimately and inseparably raised up, elevated with Christ right now. If you ever find yourself in the middle of the Sistine Chapel at the Vatican in Rome, look up. What you'll see, along with many other depictions of the Bible's beauty, is the creation of Adam by Michelangelo. It's one of the world's most famous frescoes. On the left side of the painting is Adam, lying on the ground, ready to come to life. On the right side is God, rushing toward Adam with a divine purpose, surrounded by angels and there, at the very center of all this, between God and Adam's outstretched finger, is a small, empty space. The space between man and God, between heaven and earth. Between our present life and our eternal life, there's just a small space, right? Wrong. As we read in Colossians, the Bible actually goes a step further than Michelangelo's painting and says, since Easter, Eden has been restored. The second Adam, Christ restored it. There is no separation between us and God, not even a small space. We are with Christ. We have been raised with him and seated at the right hand of God. Christ's Easter resurrection, it equals your resurrection. And yet it's safe to say most people don't think that way. They don't think 
the space between heaven and earth is even small. Most people think their resurrection, their being with Christ, it's a long way away. That's not just because we don't like to think about our own mortality. The reason we think it's far off is because we're far too easily pleased. We're pleased with thinking small. The British writer and theologian C.S. Lewis once said this, We are half-hearted creatures, fooling about with drink and sex and ambition when infinite joy is offered us. Like an ignorant child who wants to go on making mud pies in a slum because he cannot imagine what is meant by the offer of a holiday at the sea. We are far too easily pleased. We say, I'm going to prove my self-worth by my ambition. I'm going to make meaning for myself by my work, by what I produce. You and I live this way because you think it'll gain you acceptance from your peers, your mommy, your daddy, your partner, and, and maybe finally prove God really does love you. But listen to Christ. He says, no, 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 you are far too easily pleased. Stop that self-indulgent navel-gazing. Easter happened. Because of Easter, you have been raised up. Did you catch that? It was not your doing, not your proving, not your producing. Christ has already done it. He has raised you up. Lift up your eyes here and now. He has elevated your life above these petty pursuits. He did it by his passion, by his blood, by his work for you. He has given you the gift of spiritual rest, resurrection rest. Yet we say, yeah, but, but look at my generosity. Look at how much I serve. Look at how much I sacrifice, at least Look at how much better I am than some of the jokers I hang out with. Yet the Easter message is your Savior saying, stop that. Stop making those mud pies and serving them to me like it's going to impress me. By my death, I slogged through the slums of hell to pay for your sins. I did not do it to serve you a piece of humble pie. I did it to give you the real deal, to give you not just a slice of heaven, but the whole delectable pie right now. And for that matter, put a cherry on top. We say, well, yeah, heaven, life in Christ, it, it's great and all, but you know, I like nice things. You know, I like life's pleasures. This world does offer some pretty satisfying things. Christ says, quit fooling around. Why are you far too easily pleased with nice things? I have won for you the best thing, infinite joy, a thing you don't have to wait until you're in heaven to enjoy. Look, are you starting to understand what is meant when we say Easter's resurrection means your present life is defined differently? It is defined by Easter living. On Easter, the angel spoke two amazing words that are resounding with God's amazing grace and his forgiveness for us seeking pleasure outside of Christ. Those two words are was and is. Yes, Jesus was crucified, but he is not in the tomb. He is not dead. He has risen. And Colossians, with the rest of Scripture, tells us those words don't just apply to us. They actually pry us up as well. Through Christ's death, you have been raised to life. You are dead to sin. Through your baptism and through the whisper of this Easter word you are hearing right this moment, your empty living has been drowned and you come up out of the water 
to an elevated life. Easter living is that. It means your life is not merely what you experience here. There's so much more. Because Christ is not dead, you are not dead. You have been raised to life with him. Your entire life takes on an elevated dimension right here and right now. And since that is your life, Easter living means we live right here and right now with heavenly thinking. What does that mean? Well, since you're elevated, your perspective changes. You see life differently and you think about things differently. What I'm saying is, is faith in Jesus Christ as your resurrected Savior gives you more than just that. It gives you a whole new mindset and a whole new heart set. Okay, I know a heart set isn't a real thing, but that is what God is saying in Colossians 3. Since then, you have been raised with Christ. Set your heart on things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. The significance of Easter for you is this. Your life is elevated. You are with Christ. Now, you see things from a different perspective. Your mindset, your heart, they are not set on earthly or empty things. Your heart, soul, and mind are set on things above where Christ, Jesus, is seated. Now, let me be clear. Let me be clear about what having your heart and mind set on things above does not mean. Being heavenly-minded does not mean we walk around with our head in the clouds. There is this caricature of Christians that when stuff gets real in life, Christians just carry on oblivious because we're unrealistic and unaware about the realities of life. We walk around with this heavenly naivete. But being heavenly-minded does not mean Christians have their heads in the clouds. It actually means we are way more grounded for the realities we do face in life. Having your heart and mind set on things above means your present life is seen from the vantage point of being seated with Christ who is seated at God's right hand, the right hand of God. Every time the Bible talks about the right hand of God, it's a metaphor for the position of God's almighty strength, his limitless power, his all-encompassing authority, by which he is ruling everything in life for the good of those he loves. That is the backdrop on which your entire earthly life and eternal life is set. Your life here is set against the background of the throne room of God. All of a sudden, everything in life looks a little different, doesn't it? Good things and bad things. Get a promotion or a raise. Celebrate an anniversary or an accomplishment. Welcome a child or grandchild into the world. Go on a dream vacation. These things, amazing, great, fantastic. But the Christian says, yeah, I, I see these wonderful blessings, but I see things differently. I see something better. I have something better. Christians can stop being unaware and, and understand the realities of life because we think about these things, yes, but we don't set our minds on these things. Why? Because Easter's resurrection means your present life is def defined by heavenly thinking. 
And here's why this matters. Here's why Easter morning meets your every Monday morning, Wednesday evening and Friday night, and every moment in between. Listen, do you believe in the risen Christ as your Savior? If that's the case, and it is, you can face death and and you can face anything. Can you face worry? Can you face troubles? Can you face depression? Can you face heartbreak? Can you face the epidemic of loneliness? Can you face this pandemic? Can you face anything in life? If you believe the risen Christ is now in control of history, seated at the right hand of God, then even the bad things that happen to you are merely crosses that are going to raise you. Come on, crosses, says the Christian. The lower you lay me, the higher you'll raise me. I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Cover yourself in that truth. Like a warm blanket on a cold night, wrap yourself in the love of the Son of God who loved you and gave himself up for you so that the life you live is lived with a faith-filled perspective that nothing in life can lower you. You have been crucified with Christ and you have been raised with Christ. Your real life is somewhere else. It's elevated to the right hand of God, seated with Christ, and that changes every thought you think. The death in Christ's death that we see at the sight of the empty tomb and we hear about in the message of Easter, it really and truly affects the way we think. Easter broke off our relationship with the things of this world and it set your heart and mind above and now your eyes see things of this world differently. They see things better. This is heavenly thinking. This is gospel living. The world no longer determines our thoughts, our desires, our values, our fears, or our hopes. Sin, death, and the devil can no longer touch us. Ooh, and that right there, that's the stuff worthy of a movie script. Picture it. John Wayne, playing the part of Jesus, rides, wearing a white hat and on a white horse, right into evil sheriff Satan's town a town he has taken over, placing all its residents under his thumb, ordering them to do all sorts of things that make their lives all sorts of messed up. Jesus dismounts and is quickly confronted by Sheriff Satan, who draws and says, draw, sucker, and then shoots Jesus dead. Jesus didn't even move a muscle. He let himself take the hit. And sick Sheriff Satan disgracefully leaves the corpse of the dust of Main Street and throws a three-day party. Then the party ends. The party ends on the morning of the third day when Sheriff Satan passes by the corpse to gloat one more time. But this time the corpse gets up out of the dust and shouts, Draw! And Jesus shoots Sheriff Satan through the heart, tramples him into the dust, buries him, and frees the town from its oppressor. And now Jesus' celebration, oh, that never ends. That's what is meant by the truth that your life is now hidden with Christ in God. 
Everything good in life is hidden. It is kept safe in the unbreakable vault of Christ. It's guarded by our hero. All that is good and good for us in life is hidden in him. So much so that even that which looks bad in life, and let's be real, life does get pretty ugly at times. Yet even when it's bad, that which is good will always and forever be found safely kept hidden in Christ. Christ who is eternally for you. Does Christ have joy? Then you too have infinite joy. It is kept hidden with Christ even in moments of sadness. Does Christ have forgiveness? Then you too have that. It is safely found in him even when guilt nags you. Does Christ have closeness and friendship? then you do too, even when you feel lonely or alone. Does Christ have peace? Then you too have peace. It is kept hidden with him even when strife and stress try to rip it away. Does Christ have life? Most assuredly he does, and so do you, forever, always, kept safely in him. That's the message of Easter. That's the gospel in living. Easter is why the hymn many of you sang with us on Good Friday rings ever louder. Lord, all my life to you I'll cling, this love forever holding. You ever as you ever me, with loving arms enfolding. Lord, you will be my beacon light, guiding me safe through death's dark night, cheering my heart in sorrow. Therefore myself and all that's mine, to you, my Savior, I consign, from whom all things I borrow, from whom all things I borrow. Easter's resurrection means your present life is defined by elevated living and heavenly thinking, because he is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia.